0: Co-worker of yours
3: All right, here we go. Hour number two, 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com, Odyssey app. That is my friend Grant Nicholson, and I am the sports machine, Sean Levine. We'll be here until uh, until noon. Keep those texts rolling in, 913-586-7610 is the phone number. Maybe you've got your fantasy football draft coming up today. Well, good for you. Good timing because coming up here momentarily, we're going to play a little what's your fantasy Grant's going to give me a couple of options, and I'm going to tell you which player you should or should not go with. And then uh, coming up here in a little while, Grant, USA Today has come out with their 25 best football movies of all time.
4: There are 25 football movies.
3: So that blew that my, are worth watching. That, that blew my mind. Also, when I saw the list, you know it's number 25. Like I'll, I'll peel back the curtain for you. The Water Boy. That feels like it's got to be. At least a top 12 football movie, right? Like I don't know. <laughs> really? All right, so I'll give I you... I don't
4: know if I could name you 15 football movies. It'd take me a while to get I don't want there. you to
3: because I don't think it's good radio. But It'd I take me think, a while to get there. I, I, th- I think you could, and I think you'd be surprised. I think if you worked your way up where you started thinking like, all right, realistic football movies, like, you know, the... The Friday Night Light and the, you know, any given Sundays and movies. Then you're like, okay, what about the ridiculous ones? Like, the Replacements and, you know, like the the Little Giants. The Longest Yard, right? And then you start going, okay, what are, like, kind of football movies? You start thinking of, like, Jerry Maguire type I think you can get Radio.
4: Does radio count as a football movie?
3: Now you're stretching. That's like asking if Forrest Gump is a football movie, dude. Honestly. (laughs) Do you think Forrest Gump's a football movie? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, he played. He did play. Is Forrest Gump a war movie? Come on. Yeah. Stop. Although, back when Blockbuster existed, if you wanted to find Forrest Gump, what what section do you go to? It's not a comedy. It's a drama. It's a drama. Right. It's definitely a drama. Jenny, I watch it twice a year.
4: Twice a year? What? Yeah.
3: yeah I watch it twice a year. You don't have certain movies that you like? make sure that you watch on the reg?
4: You know what my girlfriend watches every year? She makes me watch Let every me year. Let me
3: guess. Is going to be a
4: Christmas movie? No, oh. it's Spy with Melissa McCarthy. That movie's actually all right. Shut up, that, man. You sound just like her. No, it's not that bad. The movie's bad.
3: That's not that bad. There's the a couple that bad. My, girl, my girlfriend and I, we never watch movies that she hasn't seen. I swear she's Cisco and Ebert. I'm pretty sure they're both dead. Rest in peace. She's seen them all, dude. So whenever we're going through Netflix or whenever we're talking about, you know, hey, what do you want to watch? She goes, this one's okay, this one's good, this one's good, this one kind of sucked, but I think you'll like it, this one's good. Her taste isn't great, though. When she wants to watch sports movies, like we were just talking about football movies, one of the first things that we did when we got together, she goes, let's watch a movie tonight. I said, that sounds good, we'll just stay at home. She goes, let's watch a sports movie, because you'll like it. You know what she picked? What do you think she picked? Sandlot 2.
4: No, worse. She Uh, She picked draft day. Oh, God. And she liked it. I drafted. that's a full movie. Does that count? Yeah. Look. And she liked
3: it. That's the worst part. And she was talking about how this will be like the third time she's watched I've it. I've never seen Drafted. Oh, I don't know why they made it. Just absolutely pointless for two hours. Kind of like this show. 913-586-7610. That's the phone number. All right, Grant. Let's play a little uh, what's your fantasy, if you will, since fantasy football drafts all over the world are taking place. A lot of them probably this weekend. Mine, I believe, is going down next weekend. So you give me a couple of options, and I'll tell you uh, which dude I like. Take it away, Grant. I said, take it away, Grant.
4: I was going to play some music, but I couldn't I couldn't find oh, it. I'm not asking
3: you to multitask. It's a Sunday morning. That's way too much to ask. <laughs> yeah,
4: don't even worry about that. All right. Would you rather have on your fantasy football team Lamar Jackson or Kyler Murray?
3: To be honest with you, I wish there was an option C where it was like, I don't really want either one of these dudes, but the problem is, If you let the quarterback position start to slip, like a little bit past, oh, I don't know, like the Joe Burrows and guys like that, like when the fourth and fifth best quarterbacks come around, then real quickly, Kyler Murray's name comes up. Lamar Jackson in the fantasy football world is interesting because a couple of years ago, he set fantasy football quarterback records. I mean, his MVP season, because not only do you get the passing yards obviously and the touchdowns and all those different things so when he's throwing for 36 touchdowns like he did a couple of years ago and not a bunch of interceptions it's all gravy baby with that guy because you're also going to get at least a thousand yards on the ground and probably another five or six touchdowns the issue is what happens if you get Lamar Jackson from last year where he had 16 touchdowns and 14 interceptions and yeah he was good on the ground but didn't find the end zone all that often then you're wishing you just would have taken a pick on somebody else so I guess I'll go with Lamar because of the upside. But the truth is, I don't really love either one of those guys.
4: More quarterbacks. Josh Allen, the number one ranked ESPN PPR quarterback in the league. Or number two, Patrick Mahomes. Well, I mean, come on now, bro. (laughs) I'm just asking. I know you're just asking.
3: But you know I'm still taking Patrick Mahomes because – I'm an idiot. Josh the, can do a lot with the, his legs. The, the the correct answer, like if you're in a you know, a big time money league and you're trying to make a lot of bread, the correct answer is probably, and this pains me to say, Josh Allen, because not only you're right, do you get those yards on the ground, but he's got better targets around him. He's got better wide receivers, if you will, to throw to. And Josh Allen also should still have a chip on his shoulder that Patrick Mahomes doesn't have I mean Patrick Mahomes the truth is for the next 10 12 15 years when he's in this league there's nothing else that he really needs to check off right he doesn't really have to do anything else in his career where he's going to look back on it and say damn I wish I would have done blank already got the MVP on the mantle already got the Super Bowl trophy sure you want to win a bunch of those sure you want to surpass other guys it comes down to you know your entire career and all-time greatness and legacy and all those different things But Josh Allen right now compared to Patrick Mahomes, I don't want to say he's done nothing because he hasn't. But on his resume, he's done nothing. He hasn't played in the Super Bowl. He hasn't won an MVP. He hasn't done these things. So it feels like he's probably going to put up bigger numbers than Patrick Mahomes this year, not only on the ground, but probably through the air. He's got better weapons. He's got that chip on his shoulder. Mahomes doesn't have Tyree kill. But again, because I'm an idiot and because I'm a Kansas City Chiefs honk for life, baby, I'm still taking Patrick Mahomes. What else you got?
4: All right, this was the one that confused me the most. In the top ten quarterbacks, number six was Philadelphia Eagles starter Jalen Hurts. And number seven was seven-time Super Bowl champion Tom Brady. Who would you rather have? I saw
3: that, too. And where's Aaron Rodgers on the list that you're looking at? Because, frankly, he's— Oh,
4: I got rid of the list. I'll find it.
3: We'll get your list back up, baby. Um, You know, it it feels like uh, he's—a few years ago, I think it was one, two, three years ago, Tom Brady found himself outside the top. It was his last year with the Patriots. And as far as fantasy football goes, he was outside the top half. So if you play in like a 12 to 10, 12 team league, essentially you shouldn't have drafted him. And then he went out there and had like 45 touchdown passes. And I think he won the MVP that year. It was like, oh, damn, I probably shouldn't have gone by those projections. I'm not going to buy into Tom Brady and or Aaron Rodgers not being top six or seven fantasy football quarterbacks, right? Like, where, where you got him? Where's Aaron Rodgers? <laughs> Aaron
4: Rodgers at 12. That, that's
3: what I saw, Behind
4: too. Matt Stafford, Dak Prescott. That's silly. Russell Wilson. That's, that's silly. Behind Jalen Hurts. I guess Jalen Hurts can hurt you with the legs, but still. You, you're just, I mean, Aaron Rodgers is at 12, world, and Trey Lance, Trey Lance is 13. In what that world,
3: rough. fantasy or otherwise, is Aaron Rodgers and Trey Lance 12 and 13 in anything? Or is... Jalen Hurts six picks ahead of Aaron Rodgers. Stop. I'm with you, though. Uh, what was your question? I stopped paying attention. Josh Allen, I guess. What else you
4: got? Josh Allen. What are you talking about? Uh, I don't know. Is Jalen I'm, Hurts you, uh,
3: or Tom Brady? I didn't listen to that one. Um, Brady. I, uh, you like Brady? I. Uh. I'll go with Brady too. I'm not, a, I'm not, Jalen Hurts does have weapons now. I mean, you add AJ Brown. Like, I don't mind the guys that he has to throw the ball to, but I think, yeah, I'm still taking it. Tom Brady might go out there and be the best fantasy football quarterback like he was a year and a half ago. And we all look like jackasses for not taking him. What He's we, what he was pretty good last year. What are we talking about?
4: pretty good last year. Tom Brady's answered to this. Uh, switching to running backs, the number one and number two running backs on this list Jonathan Taylor or Christian McCaffrey.
3: Ooh.
4: I'll, this one's easy.
3: You're going to say Jonathan Taylor because he's not going to get injured, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the right thing to do. If you have Christian McCaffrey, it's really fun for the first like six to ten weeks of the season. He didn't even
4: make it like three and a half last
3: year. Sometimes it doesn't last that long. Sometimes it's only a good two weeks. It's really fun, though. You look up and they do the the game breaks and they're like, Christian McCaffrey with an 80-yard screen pass for a touchdown. He has 140 yards through the air and 120 on the ground and three touchdowns. It's great why it lasts. And then it doesn't. So yeah, it's uh, it's got to be Jonathan Taylor. I mean, that dude last year. What do you have over two thousand, close to it, total I, yards? I do to get oh, total yards maybe. I think he did maybe to, total yards and got in the end zone a From whole bunch. Scrimmage yards. Is I mean, honestly, honestly he might be the number one pick in fantasy football drafts this year. He's might the number the one pick go. on a lot of lists I saw. Makes yeah, a lot of sense. Sure. Makes a lot of sense.
4: Uh, second running back options: we have Dalvin Cook or Austin Eckler.
3: I like Eckler. I really like Austin Eckler. Not only do you get the yards out of the backfield, but also it feels like on the goal line they like to get him the ball too. I think he's going to split carries out there with the Chargers, but I think he puts up a bunch of big numbers. I've always liked Austin Eckler a few years ago. Every now and again, you know I'm a gambling degenerate. One of my favorite bets to make is who's going to score the first touchdown of the game.
4: I I hate those sorts of bets. Oh, that's
3: great. You know who loves them is the house. The book, yeah, exactly.
4: <laughs> they're like, okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. this guy can take
3: everybody or this guy can take one guy. We get everybody else and he's going to give me his 20 bucks. So it was Austin Eckler at 10 to one to score the first touchdown of the game. And again, I did, I put down 20 bucks on it. So it was going to pay me 200 and Austin Eckler has a like 45 yard run. And he gets all the way down to the goal line. And you know how in fantasy football that sucks. You just want your guy to get in so you get those extra points or whatever. But this was a difference of $200. And he gets tripped up at, like, the one-yard line. Zero-zero game I was about to get paid. And they're trying to take him out of the game because, you know, he's supposed to be tired. He's an NFL player that just ran 45 yards and then got tackled. And he's, like, waving off the other. He's like, no, hell no. This is my touchdown. Bro, they give him the ball, like, just a, a fullback dive, basically up the middle doesn't score. Right. And I'm like, ah, I had two chances, man, to make my $200. I'm throwing stuff at my TV. I'm pissed off. I'm yelling at the dog. And then uh, they're trying to pull him out of the game. Again, waves him off. I ain't coming out. I ain't coming out. Next play. Touchdown Austin Eckler. First one of the game, 200 bucks in my account, baby. So uh, I've always been a fan. Oh, I'm looking up at the clock. I got to take a break. Coming up next, we'll go back into the Kansas City Chiefs, where I think there's one dude on the defensive side that not enough people are talking about, and I just don't get it. It is 610 Sports Radio.
0: co-worker of yours.
1: How are we doing this
3: Sunday morning? Welcome back into the show. 610 Sports Radio, 610sports.com and the Odyssey app. With Grant Nicholson. I'm the sports machine, Sean Levy. 913-586-7610. That's the phone number. If I ask you right now, Grant, who's the best player on the Chiefs defense? What would your answer be? Who's the best player? Chris Jones. Chris Jones? Yeah. All right, I I feel pretty comfortable with that. I agree with you there. If I asked you besides Chris Jones, who's the best player on the Chiefs defense, I think that's where it gets very interesting because a few years ago, when Tyron Matthew got here, the culture on that side of the ball completely changed. Remember how bad it was before? I don't want to take people back to the Bob Sutton days and all that stuff, but, I mean, goodness gracious, you had, like, defensive ends acting as defensive backs and there was no pass rush and the chiefs were giving up 30 and 40 on the regular. And there were games where how many did they put up against the Rams and lose that game. They put up 50, 51 right? That's what I thought. Yeah. Like, I think they put a 50. I was going to say, it, but then I felt stupid saying it. I mean, it was bad. Close to all time. Bad, bad enough where it didn't really matter how good the offense was. The defense was bad enough that you had no chance. Now when Tyron Matthew got here, the culture changed. And that side of the ball changed, and obviously it gave the Chiefs to go out there with the offense they had to win the Super Bowl. And then he got a little bit old, and the Chiefs let him walk. And then the Chiefs, in the case of Frank Clark, this offseason, I think they kind of had their hand forced to pay him. So they went, okay, well, we've got draft picks, so we can spend some of those, and obviously spend a high draft pick on George Karloftis, and there's heavy expectations for him. But by and large, what I'm trying to say is on that side of the ball, there's much more unknown than there's known right like if the chiefs defense goes out there this year and they're bad they're like 22nd in the league in points allowed and rushing yards and all those different things and i look back on it i'm not going to be that surprised i don't have that high of expectations for this defense but also if the vice versa is true and we look back on it and they end up being a top 10 defense in the league i'm not going to be shocked if you tell me that you know chris jones had another double-digit sack season, and Frank Clark finally went out there and earned the money that he got paid a few years ago And the addition of Justin Reed, Willie helped, and Juan Thornhill stepped up as a leader in the secondary. Certainly, all those different things could happen. Willie Gay goes out there and has a bunch of tackles like he always does. The guy that I've got my eyes on to take a big leap forward, and he was good last year, where he could potentially be amongst the best in the league, is Nick Bolton. It just felt like last year he burst onto the scene where a lot of people, especially locals, thought this guy can be pretty good. And my eyes told me that not only was he pretty good, for about half the games last year, he was probably the best player on that side of the ball. So I think defensively this year, the Chiefs have a wide range of how good they can potentially be. My biggest question, even more so than the secondary, is how good is a pass rush going to be, right? Are are the Chiefs going to be able to get to the quarterback? I saw in last night's preseason game against the Bears for what it's worth, I don't want to get the number wrong. I think they ended up with six sacks or something like that. You'll take that all day long. Now, again, doesn't really matter. It's a preseason game. It's backups going up against backups. But the secondary to me is only going to be as good as the pass rush is this year, right? Because this year the Chiefs, have to go up against, on their schedule, it might be, what am I trying to say here? The Chiefs' schedule this year might feature the best quarterbacks through a 17-game schedule that any team has ever had to play. I'm serious. I mean, if you go up and down every single week, you got Tom Brady on the schedule, you got Joe Burrow on the schedule, you got Russell Wilson on the schedule a couple of times, you got Herbert on the schedule, all the guys that you can think of the Chiefs have to play this year. So defensively, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, they're probably somewhere in the middle of the pack, but it's going to be contingent on those linebackers, right? Willie Gay, Nick Bolton, all those dudes in the middle. But here's what I want to know. Grant, you can start us off with this, and then I'll give you my number, and then we'll go out to the text line, 913-586-7610. So we spent the first half of the show talking about the Chiefs depth chart, the schedule, the schedule. Last night's preseason game. Now that we've kind of put it all out there, what's your number? How many games do you think the Kansas City Chiefs are going to win this year? It's a simple task. Just text me. Text me a number. How many games do you think they're going to win? 586 7610. 5, 6, 7, 6, is the phone number. It Vegas tells me that this team is going to win 10 and a half games. Now, last time I checked, that's impossible. You can't win 10 and a half. So if you want to make the bet and take a cashier ticket at the window, they have to win 11. Grant, before I give you my number, what's your number? How, 12, ma- how many think they win? 12 games.
4: 12 games? 12 games. That's a big Patrick number. Patrick Mahomes has never won fewer than 12 games in his career. Ooh, good stat. Never has.
3: It also feels, by and large, though, that this is a different version of Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs than it's been the last few years, right? And it's more so everybody else around them than it is them. What I mean by that is, not only has the rest of the division gotten a whole lot better, the rest of the AFC is better than when Patrick Mahomes got here, but on top of that, the Chiefs aren't as good. Let's just call it what it is. Compared to the roster that went to back-to-back Super Bowls a couple of years ago, the Chiefs probably aren't as good. You could argue, well, Sean, they're younger, or they've got, you know, a uh, um, uh, you know, a brighter future because they don't have some of those, you know, big contracts that they had at the time with Sammy Watkins. And now they're not paying Frank Clark as much. I agree with that, but I don't really see how you could argue that they're better. Give me your number again. What'd you say? 12. They're going 12 and five this year. Yeah. Why not? Okay. All right. 12 seems good.
4: I'm not that far off to be honest with you. What are you going to say? Like 11? Yeah, I'm going to say 11. Yeah. Come on. I'm,
3: I'm going to say 11.
4: Splitting hairs at this point.
3: Yeah. That's my number. I mean, I, 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 I think that their range, kind of like if the S hits the fan this year and the offense isn't what we think it's going to be and the defense is just middle of the pack. You know, I've heard some people saying that in this division, nobody's saying this here in Kansas City, but I saw a dude on NFL.com say this the other day, that the Chiefs are going to finish third in the AFC West. It's a little bit tough for me to imagine. I've heard some
4: people say they're going to finish last. No. Yeah. That's the
3: drunk on the street. Okay. No, seriously, have you heard people? Th- yeah,
4: yeah. Really? I think it was James Jones or somebody. It was like an NFL Network analyst guy.
3: No way the Chiefs finished in last place, right? No way.
4: I think it's unlikely.
3: Highly unlikely that the Chiefs finished in last place. As good as this division is, as many additions as they had, might be the best quarterback play division that we've ever seen. I, All these, there's no way they finish th- There's in
4: last no place. way that Justin Herbert, who's never been to the playoffs— Russell Wilson, who is definitely on the second half of his career, and Derek Carr, who's just flat out a worse quarterback than, than Patrick Mahomes, all finish ahead of Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes I'm combined. You. I'm with you. I can't see it happening. I, I find it, honestly, tough to believe that one of those teams finishes above them. Because no. none of them have proven it. Well, now you're just being a honk like me. I What? This is Which team is really going to do it? Do I really sit here and feel confident? can win the division. There is one that's
3: like a real threat. What do they say about objects in a rearview mirror? They're like a little closer than they appear. Uh There is one of those teams. And I'll tell you who it is coming up next. 610 Sports Radio.
6: Just do a quick search for Tecovas on social media, and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit Tecovas.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com, and point your toes west.
3: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward.
1: Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward.
3: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor.
1: You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
3: Halfway home here on a Sunday morning with Grant Nicholson on the sports machine, Sean Levine and... You, wherever you're checking us out, 610 Sports Radio, 610 Sports.com, or on the Odyssey app. Before we went into a break, Grant was saying there's no way that the Chiefs don't win this division for the one, two, three, four, five, six, seventh year in a row. And obviously, as a Chiefs fan, I agree with you. I think that any team that The most important thing in the NFL is still, do we have the quarterback and do we have the coach? And the answer for the Chiefs is very much so, yes and yes. And I would say the third thing is, have we been there, done that? And you can check that box too. So if you ask me, and Vegas agrees, Grant, that the Chiefs right now are the heads-on favorite to win the division, depending on where you bet, they're like a plus 160, a plus 180. If you don't know how those things work, that's based on $100. So if you put down hundred dollars and you think the Chiefs are gonna win the division at the numbers plus 160, and they do, you'll get back your hundred and you'll get 160 bucks. That's how that works. However, this time last year, on this exact date last year, the Chiefs' odds to win the division were minus five hundred. What that means, if you're not a degenerate like myself, is that to win a hundred dollars, you would have had to put down five hundred. You had to risk five hundred dollars. And then since the Chiefs did win the division, you get your 500 back plus 100. So the odds makers tell us that the chances of the Chiefs winning the division are still better than everybody else in the AFC West, but they're not nearly as good as they've been the last few years. So what does that tell us? It tells us one of two things, or maybe both, that the Chiefs aren't as good or that the rest of the division has somewhat caught up with them. The odds I'm looking at right now, the Chiefs are around plus 160, they're the favorite. Then you've got the Chargers who are at plus 210. So let's call it 2 to 1 odds during the division. Denver's at plus 230, so about the same thing. And then you've got the Raiders around 7 to 1. I have seen some people let's just start at the bottom with the Raiders that think that the addition of Devonte Adams makes take, takes them from being a good team to a borderline great team, that that was the missing piece for a playoff team last year that gave the Bengals all they wanted in the first round. I tend to disagree a little bit. The problem with Derek Carr is when he's good, he's great, but when he's bad, man, he's awful and he makes bad turnovers and he loses football games at the end. So I'm just still not exactly sure where he ranks in the hierarchy of the NFL. Are you? Grant, like do we know still, even though he's been in the league for like eight, nine years at this point? Has it been that long? Six, seven years? For Derek Carr, what is he? Good, great, okay. Somewhere in between. He's eight, right?
4: Is that okay? Derek yeah, Carr's I mean, a'ight. like, he's fine. Like, what is he like the 12th best quarterback yeah, in the yeah, league? Yeah, we'll go with that. Like, he'll always be, to- be between like nine and like 15. Yeah, Maybe the difference between
3: other guys like that is that they're always like that. Like, Carson Wentz throughout his career, he's kind of always like that. You know what you're going to get.
4: Kirk Cousins. Same thing. Yeah, he's always type like of that. Guys. In the case of
3: Derek Carr, I've seen him play like the worst quarterback in the league, and I've watched games when he beat the Chiefs a couple of years ago where that dude looked like he was the best quarterback in the league.
4: Yeah, but I think it's the same with all those guys. Like, Kirk Cousins week-to-week is a little... Eh. Cousins, Cousins is a little up and down, but I guess the difference
3: between a guy like that that's up and down is that he's not elite, right? All the elite quarterbacks, even... When Patrick Mahomes is bad, we look at a game for Patrick Mahomes where he has 230 yards and two touchdowns through the air, one interception, and maybe even gets in on the ground. And we're like, what happened? The Chiefs end up winning the game by three touchdowns. We're like, what why didn't he throw for five? I've seen him do that before, you know? So maybe our expectations have gotten a little bit ridiculous here in Kansas City. That being said, there's one team in this division that at least on paper grant games aren't played on paper I get it on paper you could argue is caught up with the Chiefs and that's the Chargers there's probably some people driving around right now maybe just getting out of church that are thinking I agree with Grant the Chiefs are going to win the division but somebody's got to be close somebody's so somebody's going to give the, the last few years if you look at the the final standings Nobody really gave a Chiefs a run for their money. They win it by four games. They win it by five games. They sit their players the last week of the season. It hasn't exactly been a two-horse race. It's been a one-horse race. Kansas City and then everybody else has been left in the dust. I can almost guarantee, guarantee that that's not going to happen this year. The Chiefs will not run away with the division this year. I would be shocked. Part of that, yeah, is because i just going to call a spade a spade. I don't think their roster is as good as it was a couple of years ago. When you don't have Tyreek Hill, when you don't have Tyron Matthew playing as a top 10 defensive player in the league like he did the year the Chiefs won the Super Bowl, I just don't think they're quite as good up and down, at least on paper, on really either side of the ball, than they were a couple of years ago. There is a team, though, that I think has gotten a whole lot better, that's made a lot of additions, good draft picks, has the quarterback in place. The only thing about talking about the Chargers in a positive light is that most of the time when you want to make an argument, Grant, for something, whether you're a sports radio host like me or whether you're a lawyer, you want to have evidence, right? You want to have exhibit A and exhibit B that you can point to, and you want to say, see this happen, and see that happen, and here, I can show you. In the case of the Chargers, I got to be honest with you, I got nothing. I got really nothing that I can point to and be like, well, they did make the playoffs last year, or well, they did change coaches, so they stopped charging. Those things really aren't true. Let's go to the phone lines real quick, because anytime my guy Dan calls, I get him in right away. What's up, Dan? Hey, hey, Sean, I do not
5: like why I saw by Curloff to this end that Justin Lee looked good, and uh, Isaiah Pacheco looked pretty good when he shook off that tackle, and you're right. I think the Raiders and Broncos are pretty good. But, you know, Hubert, he's good, but uh, Brandon's telling that Chiefs Chargers game, what? he went for about seven or eight times in a game, you know, so what do you think? Uh, how many wins do you think the Raiders can get with Devontae Adams? Take care of yourself, Sean. Have a, nice, have a nice weekend. Take
3: care. All right, Dan, take care, brother. I always appreciate you chiming in. The Raiders, to me, are like... Uh borderline double digit win team they're basically what they were a year ago if you can get 20 to 1 odds right now if you really got a brass pair if you really got a brass pair bet every team to make the playoffs in this division in theory it could happen and frankly i think that if if the raiders played in the nfc east they'd win the division running away They would destroy everybody. Tennessee's is terrible.
4: Yeah. I mean, that's not really a fair comparison. They're three of the worst teams in the league in that division. But my
3: point is, if we all agree that they're likely the last place team in this division with the worst quarterback, but we also agree that if we place them in a different division, they'd be the best team with, you could argue, the best quarterback, what does that tell you? That tells you that this division, the Chiefs play in this year, is not a foregone conclusion like it's been. And honestly, I think as we go along and get a little bit deeper in this season, And Russell Wilson at times looks like the best quarterback. And then you're going to see Herbert look like the best quarterback. And then obviously you're going to see Patrick Mahomes. There's going to be two or three weeks where it's Derek Carr. I think as this season goes along, the consensus is going to be, we've never seen a division with this good of quarterback play. I mean, honestly, not only could all four teams make the playoffs, But if you're starting to rank the quarterbacks at the end of the year, you said you think Derek Carr is 12. So let's just say he's a little bit better than that and has one of those type of years like he has every now and again. And let's say that he's 10. Russell Wilson with a new situation, chip on his shoulder, good weapons around him, offensive minded coach. I think he could be as good as like the, let's call it the 8th, 7th best quarterback in the league. If he goes back to Russ like he was a couple of years ago where he's slinging 35 touchdowns. Justin Herbert. If Herbert even takes a small step, he's a top-five quarterback. You could argue he's already a top-five quarterback. And Patrick Mahomes is the best? I haven't done the research on this, Grant, but something tells me in the history of football, there's never been a division that has four of the ten best quarterbacks in the league. So that's why I think it's not going to be as easy to win the division as you make it seem like it's going to be. Not only the quarterback play, but there's been a lot of moves that this division is made, whether it's through the draft or adding Devontae Adams or bringing in Khalil Mack in the case of the Chargers or re-signing Mike Williams. I mean, the reason I like the Chargers is this. It feels like they don't have any holes. In the NFL, that's what tends to cost you. It's not how good you are. It's not how top-end talented you are. It's not necessarily how good your coach is. It's how few of holes do you have. You know, what, what can teams expose against you? And when it comes to the Chargers in the past, you could say, well, defensively, you could point to their offensive line. Or back when they had Phillip Rivers, you could say, well, he's going to turn the ball over at the end of the game. Or you could point to the coach. I don't think they have those anymore. They got weapons, yo. Justin Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allens, Mike Williams. I think Josh Palmer's going to surprise a lot of people. Jer- uh, what's his name? Gerald Everett, their tight end. All right, I got a little excited there, but, you know, he is a tight end. On the defensive side also. The addition of Khalil Mack, drafting Asante Samuel Jr. Derwin James is out like he always is. But, damn, I'm just saying, if you if you made me pick a team, Grant, that ends up winning this division that's not the Chiefs, who would you take?
4: You're, you're right. The answer is the Chargers. It's got to be the Chargers. I mean,
3: they're, they're easily the, the second best. Oh, team not easily. You could you could, you could you could go to the Broncos if you wanted
4: no, to. No, you could not pick the Broncos. Why are you, you so down on You cannot pick the Broncos.
3: The other day on my BetQL show, Russell Wilson is not that good. We went through the uh, we went through the Broncos' schedule.
4: Yeah, I mean, that's the only thing we've got going for them.
3: Week, they week, bro. Teams.
4: Well, they finished last
3: in the division. So they year. get the last place schedule, so they get a chance to go out there week in, week out, and play your Jacksonvilles and Carolinas and, you know, the bottom feeders, your Washingtons, while the Chiefs are going out there and playing all these teams that made the playoffs from a year ago. And at some point, that's going to catch up with you. I don't know why there's such hate for the Broncos. Just because of Russell Wilson pulled this guy's stats.
4: Because the uh, Broncos haven't been good in forever.
3: Well, they also haven't had a quarterback in forever.
4: Are we, are we sure Russell Wilson's any good? Honestly, Are dude. we sure he's that much better than Teddy Bridgewater? Are you serious right now? Are we sure? Are you serious right now? Let me give you these numbers. Okay.
3: Last year. Do you care about quarterback rating or is that just silly? Am I wasting my time? I,
4: yeah, you're wasting your time.
3: All right. Well, I'm going to say it quick. Okay. 103.1 quarterback rating last year, the year before that, 105, the year before that, 106, the year before that, 111. I don't know that stuff works. I'm not that smart. It took me seven years to get through college. But I do know that if you're somewhere around 100 or 105, that's pretty damn good. And he is every single year and has been for the last four. Russell Wilson last year, and remember, he was hurt for a while, so he couldn't put up quite as big of numbers as he typically does 25 touchdowns to six interceptions. Is that going to shake up the world? No. Does that sound kind of like Alex Smith protecting the football, but also being able to, you know, win some football games? 25 touchdowns to six picks last year. The year before that grant, 2020, you tell me that was the, the COVID year. You remember COVID, right? Does that seemed like a long time ago, 2020, not that long ago. Russell Wilson, who you just said sucks, has a season 40 touchdowns to 13 interceptions. I think you're selling him a little bit short, man. I think there's a chance that he goes out there and has another 35, 38 touchdown season. He's always protected the football, right? I mean, the year before that, 31 touchdowns, five picks. The year before that, 35 touchdowns, seven picks. I don't know why you're hating on Russell Wilson. Let's go out to Chanute. J.D., you're on 610.
1: What's up, man? Oh, yes, great show. Uh, I predict that the Chiefs will win all 12 games. All
3: 12 games, which 12 games? There's 17. Oh, all seven. Oh, well, I I think that they're going to – I predict they're going to win at least uh, 13 out of the 17. 13. He's up to 13. All right, thanks for the phone call. Was I right to be a little bit confused by that or did I sound like a jerk? Did you know what he meant? Was he I, saying 12? He was saying 12, wasn't he? I
4: think he was saying 12. I, don't,
3: I think I, he was saying they're going to win 12, and I'm then I sure. threw him off when he said all 12. I'm not sure. As Yeah.
4: I'm not sure. (laughs) I'm not sure
3: either. Sorry. But I got much love for Chanute. Coming up on the other side, we're going to get back into the fantasy football world because, yeah, there's some dudes you got to take, but there's also a couple that I wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. I'll tell you who they are next. 610 Sports Radio.
2: As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co.
1: Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. This is Tony Kornheiser show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else.
3: Grant and I, during the break, were laying down on the couch, giving each other, like, a therapy session. Did we figure out the meaning of life? Is that what just happened? Pretty close. Is that what we did?
4: We were pretty close.
3: I I think I figured out that, at least in my relationship, the biggest difference is I'm a hothead, and so I get mad at things, and I do, but then I'm over it within usually, like, five to ten minutes, and usually, in hindsight, most of the time it's quicker than that. And In hindsight, I look back on it, and I'm like, why did I get mad over that? You know, like... Fine, it took the waitress at P.F. Chang's a few minutes to get my Dr. Pepper refill, but in hindsight, it's really not that big of a deal. Like, I probably shouldn't have thrown the chopsticks across the place, you know? I feel like an idiot. But with my girl, once I do something and make the mistake, bro, it's that day, it's the next day, it's a week, it's what did I really mean when I was saying it? Like, was it symbolism? Is there a problem? No! No!
4: Sorry, I got upset because I wanted a Dr. Pepper. All right, get over There's it. 23 flavors in that soda, yes! you know, and you need you got to experience all 23. And the carbonation of them. was so good, and it just I was thirsty.
3: Like, I, I should have thrown the chopsticks, baby. But you, you, you get over it, you know. I'm embarrassed too, I'm embarrassed for all of us. <laughs> 913 586 7610 is the phone number. Grant and myself, the sports machine, we will be here until uh, noon. So you got an hour and change of this madness left. Uh, coming up on the other side, we'll get back into the fantasy football, would you rather, where Grant gives me two options and I tell you which guy I'd rather have on my team. But it's not all good, baby. It's not all gravy, baby. There's some guys I know that if you've been playing fantasy football for any more than like three years, And there's a lot of people listening right now that are like me that have been in the same league for like 18 years with the boys. You know, maybe you guys go to the Ozark for your draft every year, go to Vegas for your draft, whatever it is, right? Like you've got your rituals. I was talking earlier. What we like to do is we just – everybody's got wives and kids and lives and jobs now, so it's impossible to get everybody together. So we just – we run out of place downtown. We run out of hotel in Kansas City, and all the homies get together. However, if you've been playing for a while – There are certain guys on your fantasy football team that you got to have. Got to have this guy, right? He won the league for me a couple of years ago, right? He beat me in that big game a couple of years ago. Derrick Henry had 240 yards and four touchdowns. I am not not having him on my team next year. I don't care where. You guys know what I'm talking about. And then there are certain guys also that you will never take again. That you drafted way too high or all you need to get in the playoffs was this dude to go out there and get three points Three freaking points. And he got you one? I'm not, I'm never taking that guy again. That guy for me is Saquon Barkley. And what do they say about the fool me once, fool me twice, whatever that saying is? I've been fooled a couple times of that guy. First when he was a rookie, and they were like, oh, this guy's going to get so many touch." And he was, and to be fair, as a rookie, he was worth it. I think he had 18 touchdowns that year, close to 2,000 total yards. He was great. The problem for me being an idiot is then the next year, I'm like, oh, I got to have Saquon Barkley. And then he averaged three yards of carry. And then the next year, I'm like, oh, I got to have Saquon Barkley. And then he averaged like three points up yards per carry. So this year, I don't think I'm going to take Saquon Barkley. I think he's one of those guys that I've just personally, I got to stay away from. Which means with my fantasy football history, do the exact opposite. He's going to go out there, and break every single record any running back's ever had. Here's some other dudes that I would not mess with. Another running back. And tell me if I'm being too harsh. Ezekiel Elliott? Is he still even a lead? No, you're not being harsh. Ezekiel Elliott, to me, a few years That's ago. That's one that you could easily get burned on. And I think that a lot of people know it. Right, like It feels like a couple of years ago, Ezekiel Elliott, when it came to running backs, was the easiest guy to take. I'm not saying he was the best, but he was the easiest. You He was going to get a bunch of touches. You know he's going to find the end zone. They're going to use him out the backfield. He's got a good quarterback and a good line. He's going to be good enough for you. This year, I ain't messing with it. It's one of those guys where even if he slips, right, and the second round comes around, right, and we're getting to the 20s in the and my pick comes up, I'm good. On Ezekiel Elliott, comes back around in the snake draft, like to pick 32, 30, I think I'm still good. I don't think I'm going to take a guy like that just because he's still there. That, to me, has been my problem in the past. Another guy that I'm not messing with who got paid this offseason, Kyler Murray. You know many times Kyler Murray's had a 28-touchdown past season? 28 touchdowns, which by standards nowadays, 28 touchdowns is not that much. Wait for it. Zero. He's never had a season where he's thrown for 28 touchdowns. You know how many times he's had a season where he's thrown for less than 12 interceptions? Does those hurt you in your league? Never. Because so he's never thrown for more than 27 touchdowns. He's never thrown for less than 12 interceptions. So you got to say, well, Sean, come on, bro. It's fantasy football. What about on the ground? You're going to get all those yards. There's how many yards per game Kyler Murray averaged last year on the ground. The great multifaceted running quarterback that is Kyler Murray. 31, 31 yards per game on the ground. And you're going to tell me that he's a rushing quarterback. That's a Patrick Mahomes had too. Nobody considers him a rushing quarterback. Stay away from that guy. And they play in a tough division. I'm not messing with him. All right. Sticking with the quarterbacks. I don't think I'm going to
4: mess with Lamar Jackson either. I'd be in on Lamar Jackson. What did Lamar Jackson do? He had a bad, it was a bad year last year, I guess. Yeah. The problem He's the MVP the year before two years. Do you think he's
3: more the MVP or more the guy he was last year, though? I'm I'm sold that he's more the guy that he was last year, which probably isn't fair since he won the Heisman and he was really I good mean, at the somewhere in the middle. Well, obviously he's somewhere in the middle, but I'm looking for I an think opinion he's here. He's much closer to the like, frickin' radio.
4: I think he's much closer to a top five, a top five quarterback than he is whatever he was last really? year. Really? Yeah, no. I think so. Oh
3: no, you're crazy. There's no way Lamar Jackson puts up top five numbers. All right. Well, you're better at getting these damn stats than I. So last year. 16 touchdowns to 13 interceptions and a few more on the ground, and he threw for less than 3,000 yards. Um, Remember we were talking about QBR and you were saying Russell Wilson sucks, and I said, well, hang on. His QBR was like 102. You know what your boy Lamar Jackson's QBR was last year? 84. 50. <laughs> for the whole season? 50. 17th best in the league, dude. So I don't get it. As a matter of fact, if I'm the Ravens, I have a very difficult conversation with Lamar Jackson. I bring him in the office and I tell him we're not paying him. I I, I know it seems crazy because all these, I mean,
4: you have to pay him. I know that's I it. know what you're saying. You're like, but as a as a franchise who as a quarterback who won the MVP, you have to pay that person. here's the problem with that. So I assume that you think But, that, but, it, but it's, not like, think it's that, not like he's Derek Carr. It's not like he's like a guy who's in the middle of the road. Yeah, He he won
3: the MVP. And Derek Carr a few years ago was close to winning the MVP if he would have stayed healthy. He didn't win, though. Guys have those type of years. It happens. I think that we're going to look back historically 10, 15, 20 years from now and say Lamar Jackson was a good quarterback. He was fine. But he's the most random-ass MVP this league has ever seen. Besides uh, Rich Gannon. That's pretty random that Rich Gannon never won an MVP, if I think about it. But Lamar Jackson, I think we're going to look back on it. He's going to have a bunch of these 20 touchdown, 15 interception years. He's going to get old. He's going to get slow right in front of our face. The Ravens are going to regret giving him whatever money they end up giving him. And by the way, you know that he represents himself, right? Doesn't have an agent. Yeah. I'm not one to give financial advice to anybody. So I've got 72 cents in my bank account right now. So if you're going to make that much money, it feels like you might want somebody negotiating on your behalf. Look at all the money that these dudes are making right now, whether they deserve it, frankly, or they don't. Josh Allen getting paid by Buffalo. I have no problem with, they had no choice. He's one of the best, if not the best quarterback in the league. He's only getting better. He's going to win Super Bowls and MVPs. Pay that man his money. Everything that I just said, rinse and repeat with Patrick Mahomes. Pay him whatever he asked for and then pay him a little bit more. And a couple of years ago when his contracts due, same thing with a guy like, uh, Joe Burrow, right? Some of these guys, like there's, it's, it's a no brainer. You just have to pay them because they've already proven how good they are and probably how consistently good they're going to be. But in the case of a guy like Kyler Murray or a guy like Lamar Jackson, you're only paying him because you feel like you have to, that's never a good option in life. Doing something just because you have to.
4: Yeah, but it feels like you could say that about Kirk Cousins. You pay Kirk Cousins Same you thing. Like you have to. Same thing. No, 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 no. no. Kirk it. Cousins is don't so much it. worse than those other two. You're wrong. I'm sorry,
3: dude. You're wrong. Look at the numbers. If you think that numbers, I get it. It's not all about the numbers. Kirk Cousins statistically is every bit as impressive as all those guys that you've just named over the last few years. And frankly, he's won more football games. Yeah, he wasn't a first-round draft pick. Yeah, a lot of people don't talk about him when it comes to top five, top ten quarterbacks because they shouldn't the same way they shouldn't bring Lamar Jackson's name or Kyler Murray's name in that conversation.
4: Those guys are not top-ten so, so how many quarterbacks are worth
3: paying in this league? Like three? Honestly, yeah. I know that's stupid, dude, but what do you get on a rookie contract? You get four years plus the bonus. So you basically get these guys once you draft them for five years.
4: Don't you have an option for a fifth or something? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. That's the bonus you I was talking about. Okay. So, so you get five years if you want them after you draft them. Five years should be long enough to realize if you have a quarterback of your franchise that can win – The Super Bowl and after four or five years, usually after four is when these guys start negotiating with their contract on in the case of Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen, all these different guys. If you are honest with yourself and you're the Ravens right now and you look at the rest of your roster, (laughs) excuse me, with Lamar Jackson as your quarterback, can you come to the conclusion you can win the Super Bowl? Yes. No. You're you can lying. win the Super Bowl with Lamar Jackson. You absolutely can you win the Super Bowl. You are lying through your teeth. This team has no chance to the Stafford Super Bowl. Matt Stafford just won a Super Bowl. Matt Stafford, first of all, had way more weapons you around made the him. Super Bowl. Jimmy Garoppolo made the Super Bowl. Again, more weapons around him. Jared Goff him. made the Super Bowl. But again, those quarterbacks had guys around him. There's two ways to get there. You can either But ha- they're worse than Lamar Jackson. Listen, you can either have the quarterback and build around him and get to and win a Super Bowl, or you can do what all those teams did, which is not have the quarterback and build around him. In the case of the Ravens, they don't have either one. They don't have the elite quarterback, or they don't have the weapons around
4: them. I, I think Lamar Jackson's pretty close to elite.
3: Dude, there's like literally three guys, maybe four, that I would
1: pay, and I'll tell you who they are coming up next. 610 Sports Radio. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
2: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
1: Sure.